The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Kiss the pillow dream on and my imagination will drive upon that kiss. Glad to have you with us on this Tuesday afternoon as we uh, march towards uh, 7 o'clock. Dr. James Papp, local historian, will be with us during the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, this segment, uh, we got a really interesting guest. Uh, his name is Dr. William Reynolds Ferris, and I could probably take our whole time just sketching out his life. Uh, to the point, he is professor of history emeritus at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. He's also been a filmmaker and an audio recorder. And he worked on a project called The Voices of Mississippi, as he's about to explain, that became the basis for this traveling show that is coming here to the Performing Arts Center on February 1st at 730. Uh, you can find out more about this show. And buy your tickets at calpolyarts.org as uh, we welcome Dr. Ferris. He likes to be called Bill to the show. Bill, good afternoon. Thank you so much, Dave. It's an honor to be with you. That's uh, nice of you to say, sir. So I, I have, you have seen this show, I assume, many times. I have. I love okay. it. So, yeah, well, that was going to be my question, is when you have committed your life to doing this kind of work and putting this project together, and then they put together a stage show. What was it like watching it for the first time? Well, it was like a dream, you know. It's like you died and went to heaven, only you didn't have to die. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the artists, in many cases, grandchildren of artists that I worked with in the 60s are now nominated and some receiving Grammys for the music that no one really cared about back then. But now it's appropriately recognized and nowhere appreciates it more than California. That's a great audience for these performers. How do you explain that? Well, I think people are looking for roots in our society, and music provides that. Nothing more than blues, especially, the foundation of most of our popular music. And these are the people, the fife and drum music, which really laid the foundation for a lot of musicians. Bonnie Raitt uh, looked to Mississippi Fred McDowell, who is from this community in North Mississippi where Charday Thomas will be performing her ancestral tradition. Bobby Rush, uh, 86 years old and acting like he's a teenager. He <laughs> was with the original Rabbit Foot Minstrels. He's played with B.B. King and all the greats and played the Chitlin Circuit, the black nightclubs up and down the Delta. I mean, this is a who's who, and Luther and Cody Dickinson of the North Mississippi All-Stars, again, Granny-nominated, and Bobby Rush has won two Grammys. They're 
all out of that roots tradition and uh, figures like these are really American treasures. Yeah. So the publicity describes this bill as an immersive multimedia experience. How do you describe it? If I spend my money and show up to the pack on February 1st at 7.30 p.m., what am I going to see? What am I going to hear? Well, you're going to see and hear something you've never experienced before. It's a mix of entertainment and education that when you come out at the other end, you'll feel like you will never, ever be the same again. It it has the live performances uh, introduced with documentary films and uh documentary photography and voices that put everything in context because it was dangerous to go into those communities in the 60s. And I was not alone. I had friends like David Evans, who was at uh, UCLA doing his graduate work. I was at Penn doing mine. And uh, these were voices that no one really cared about. And those recordings and films and photographs are really the best way of understanding where the music came from. So when we listen to the Rolling Stones or the Beatles uh, or Bonnie Raitt, it frames those very well-known artists with roots that they really uh, admire and honor in their way. It's interesting that you mentioned that because Craig, my producer, and I were just talking on air before you joined us, Bill, about the movie Elvis. And I don't know if you've seen yeah. the movie, but they clearly make the connection between the Elvis love, of the 1950s yeah. and the black music. I love that film, and it's the first film that's ever done that for Elvis in the way that it, it's a very honest and clear portrait of Elvis. Uh, and Elvis himself was rooted in both the blues and country music. His first record on one side was a blues song, That's All Right Mama, yeah. by Arthur Big Boy Crudup. And on the other side was Blue Moon of Kentucky by Bill Monroe, the bluegrass giant. So those are the two great roots of, of our popular music in Elvis Presley. And Elvis would have known and resonated to the music that we have in this show. So just to be clear, Bill, when we talk about voices of Mississippi, are we talking about musical voices, or are we also going to hear voices that evening about what happened in the 1960s and the dramatic events of the 1960s? We will hear about that. The violence, the racial strife. We will also hear from voices that are literary voices, like Alice Walker, who wrote The Color Purple, Eudora Welty, the great short story writer whom I interviewed in Mississippi. Uh, They were both uh, part of this effort to understand that complex state and the people who were part of it, but also uh, trying to understand it through their literary and musical careers. 
So it sounds as I'm listening to you, Bill, and it, it's you're, you're 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 sparking my curiosity here. I want to know more about this. Uh, you may even have convinced me to come and, t- and t- taste this out because it sounds like we're uh, going to be celebrating music and the arts, but also dealing uh, head on with the history of Mississippi. That's right. All right. That's uh, right. Yeah. And Mississippi is a complex place. It gave us musical and literary genius like William Faulkner and Richard Wright, uh, Elvis Presley, B.B. King, Jimmy Rogers. I mean, you have these extraordinary people uh, that have come from a state where some of the most nightmarish history occurred. Uh, racial violence being at the top of the list. So how do you reconcile and deal with all of that? You have to look at it carefully, which is exactly what Voices of Mississippi does. Dr. William Reynolds Ferris is on this broadcast. Call him Bill, please. Uh, Voices of Mississippi coming to the Performing Arts Center. This is going to be on February 1st at 7.30. Go online calpolyarts.org and get your tickets. So if I've got, uh, say, young people, high school age, would they would they get something out of this night? Absolutely. I would imagine some of them are already playing the guitar or the harmonica, uh, and they will be inspired by the music they hear and see, and not only in the concert, but in the box set, they can begin to apprentice and learn from the masters, the ancestral giants of this music. Hmm. So who are some of the musicians that are actually touring with the show, Bill? You mentioned Bobby Rush. Bobby Rush, Charday Thomas, uh, the fife and drum uh, performer. Her grandfather, Ofer Turner, was in Martin Scorsese's films. His, he was the giant. Lutheran Cody Dickinson... Uh, who grew up in Memphis. They're the founders of the North Mississippi All-Stars, apprenticed with Otha Turner. And they essentially uh, grew up as teenagers learning this music. Uh, There are all of these musicians, and they are white. They just have learned from black masters about the music. Their father, Jim Dickinson, was the great impresario of Memphis who uh, produced and performed, played with the Rolling Stones. So you have a a fascinating mix of talent. And this show never pauses. It's like a freight train from the very beginning to the end. And there will be some surprises because the performance is not all on stage. Some of it will flow through the audience in ways uh, that really touched the heart. Let's uh, take a call. We've got Michael in San Luis on KVEC. Hi, Michael. Hello, Dave. Hi, Michael. Uh, hello, Doctor. I had a quick question about you. I was fortunate enough to work briefly in the music industry and then got to speak with Don Was when he became the CEO of Blue Note Records. And I was thinking, you know, uh, Memphis, Tennessee had a big blues component, and then New Orleans had a big blues component. Did Did... Did Mississippi have any any kind of a American, um, not blues, but jazz aspect to it? As jazz is what I meant to say. Could you hear the question, Bill? Yes, yes, I could. 
several pieces to the answer. Uh, I'm working on a film right now on blues in Memphis that focuses on Robert Palmer, the great writer who did Deep Blues that will be out soon. But Mississippi produced quite a few uh, jazz artists. I grew up in Vicksburg on the river, and uh, one of the artists who came from Vicksburg was Nick Henson, a great jazz bass player. Vicksburg also uh, produced uh, Willie Dixon, who was also a bass uh, player, who was the great blues composer. Uh, and there is a music industry, in quotes, as we could call it, in Jackson, the capital, where you have Malaco Records, and they have produced a lot of what we call blues soul music. Denise LaSalle, uh, many of those uh, more contemporary blues sounds. So Mississippi has a version of what you find in Memphis and New Orleans, but each of those cities, Memphis and New Orleans, has a special sound with which it's associated. And we talk about sense of place. If you grow up in New Orleans, then you're immersed in the jazz and the, the soulful sounds of everyone from uh, Mahalia Jackson to the present. In Memphis, of course, you have all of the Sun Records uh, group, the, uh, the Fax Records. I mean, the, the music is just overwhelming. Yeah. But throughout all of it, these roots musicians loom large. All right, Michael, anything else you want to add? No, it's fascinating. Okay. I was thinking, God, Mississippi's right kind of in a, in a triangle of, of music, but I've never heard anybody talk about jazz um in you know uh coming out of mississippi so thank you so much all right, for michael. your uh, answer all right michael thanks for calling in and i hope that uh, michael will get some tickets on uh, february 1st to voices of mississippi cal poly arts everything you need to know is online at calpolyarts.org uh, bell obviously you're a, you were born in mississippi what does it mean to you to be a son of mississippi well, you know, you're proud of the place that produces you, but you also struggle with it. And I would say you have a love-hate relationship, especially in Mississippi, where uh, most of the black artists and writers fled the state and were essentially expatriates. Richard Wright ended up in Paris. B.B. Uh, King lived in Las Vegas. Though they came back, their real home was never in Mississippi once they moved. And so that's a, a, a part of my identity that I struggle. You love the people, your family and friends, but you also have to be honest with what has happened there. And that's what this box set does. It's a very uh, clear and honest look at that state and both the beautiful and the nightmarish. Hmm. How can people get a copy of the box set? You can get a copy by simply Googling it uh, online. Amazon has it. It's produced by 
Dust to Digital in Atlanta, Georgia. They uh, won a number of Grammy Awards. A young couple, uh, uh, Lance and April Ledbetter, founded this company, and they really are uh, on a roll. Hmm. I, just, I love this quote about you. Um, this, this is what's written about William Ferris. William Ferris almost single-handedly turned Southern studies into a legitimate academic discipline. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> it, well, I don't know that I could accept that as being true, but as Jerry Lee Lewis said, I'll happily have whatever they say about me as long as they spell my name right. But yeah. that's certainly a generous quote. Yeah. I, I, we we started the field of Southern culture at the University of Mississippi, and uh, people wrote that they thought Southern culture was an oxymoron, that there was no culture in the South. But there's a lot there, and this box set and concert will attest to that. I told you before we started the interview that I had a job offer from University of Southern Mississippi in, no, oh, I don't know, 83, 84 and I, I flew to Hattiesburg. It was my first uh, job interview. And I just, I, I, they offered me the job, and I just couldn't pull the trigger, Bill. I went elsewhere. But I just. Yeah. <laughs> what was the department you were applying to? Yeah, it would have been like Department of Communication, Department of Communication Studies. It was in the School of Speech. Well, I- I'm sorry you didn't come because I was there then, and we would have really? met, no doubt. Really? Yeah, I was at in Oxford at the University of oh. Mississippi. Oh, yeah, you're at the real school. You're up the road. You're at the real school. <laughs> well, I love them all. If they're educationally oriented, I think they've got my support. Yeah. Uh, Bill, it's been such a pleasure. I just want to remind folks here, Voices of Mississippi, coming up on February 1st, uh, calpolyarts.org is the website. We're going to say goodbye to Bill, and after the break, I'm going to give away some free tickets. And I believe that Bobby Rush is going to join us next week. So I'm going to have a chance to talk yes. with him. So, You're in for a treat. Yeah. That is, he is, he's the most eloquent. He has a new autobiography out, which I'm almost finished with. It just blows you away. His life is unreal. Uh, Uh, He's a a living legend. Bill, anything you want to say in closing? I just want to say that I have a deep love for California and have spent many happy days and have spent a year at Stanford. uh, And I especially appreciate the respect and admiration in that state for the music that I love. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, everything comes to California first, and we're thrilled that the Voices of Mississippi is starting its tour there in San Luis Obispo. All right, Bill. Thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Dave. All right. When we come back, get that dialing finger ready. We've got some free tickets to give away. We're live. We're local. This is Hometown Radio. Well, now you know what they mean by Southern gentlemen. I think that uh, Bill Ferris is one of the nicest men I've ever had the pleasure of interviewing. Just a nice guy. He, he told me when we finished that, if I ever get to North Carolina, where he's living now, he'd take me to lunch. I may hold him to that. All right, this is something different. 
But I'm intrigued. I may, I may, I may have to go to this. This is Voices of Mississippi. This is at the pack on February first, seven thirty. Go online at calpolyarts.org. It's going to be a celebration of Mississippi. The the music and the literature and also the history in terms of what happened in Mississippi in the South in the sixties and the seventies. You're gonna get a little bit of everything. Uh we'll try to we'll try to get Bobby Rush on the show next week. Anyway, how'd you like to go? I've got a pair of free tickets to give away. Mr. Craig Hill, let's uh, find caller number four, please. 805-543-8830. Caller number four, 805-543-8830. This is going to be on February 1st, 7.30 p.m. If you love the blues music, if you love the so-called roots music, this is going to be a celebration of that with some really, really great musicians on stage. It's going to be something different. And I am uh, I salute Cal Poly for bringing these kind of shows in. This, we, we, went, we went and saw Drumline last night at the Clark Center. Those young people were amazing. Remember the guy was on last week, and he was so passionate? The, now I, I get why. Those kids were amazing. All right, phones are lighting up here. Let's go to Heather in Pismo on KVEC. Hey, Heather. Hi, Dave. Heather, congratulations. Thank you. No, thank you. You want to take, oh. you going to take Claire? Yes, I might. Uh, I might might take my husband this one. Yeah. No. Does he does he like uh, does he like music? Yes, yeah. yeah. I, well, we might have to get an extra ticket to take Claire, too. So, but it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah perfect. I love the fact you won. All right, and this is February 1st. That works for you, Heather? Yes, it does. All right, hang on. Craig will make that happen. Yeah, no, it just, it just uh, sounds like very entertaining. Anyway, these, uh, these kids from uh, Drumline, they were, they were on fire. I just and and they had done two shows yesterday. They did a three o'clock show and they did a seven thirty show, and then they they came out afterwards and they just mingled with the audience and they were just so uh, respectful and appreciative. Uh, just again something something different that you don't see all the time, and I was appreciative of that. All right, uh, it's time to wrap up the three o'clock hour. We remind you that we offer the podcast every night. On our website at 920kvec.com. So if you're missing any part of today's show or recent shows, it is there waiting for you. Off we go. We've got ABC News back on the other side in studio with Dr. James Papp. A lot is being made over this draft recommendation to give $5 million to every black citizen of San Francisco in a form of reparations. But as Dr. Papp is about to suggest, there's a lot deeper issues here, including the big challenge of the growing economic disparity in this country. And then Paul Lewis at 505 is going to have a chance to respond to the segment we did last week with Rich about President Biden and the documents. Debbie Peterson, after that, the former mayor of Grover Beach, has a new book out and about. Oof, I'm busy just telling you about all this. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio.
The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111 911.